Party time, Mom. We are back in Studio 22, the Chad Prather Show. I am losing my voice. I know. <laughs> or like, going through like, puberty. That, it's like, that hasn't happened to me since <laughs> I was 13. <laughs> <laughs> I got these big old boys, you know, my sons are going through that, and you got their you got their voices trying to change, and they're mm-hmm. big old, you know, they're getting muscles on them and stuff like that. They just walk around the house, and they can't figure out what their voice is doing. <laughs> Which is truly the age where you stay horned. You stay horned. <laughs> yeah, totally. you, you stay horned. <laughs> I'm not going to embarrass him, but yeah. <laughs> the showers are getting longer. Oh, oh it's disgusting. We have it's a 12-year-old yeah. boy and a half. Let's get off of that. Party time, Mom. Sitting next to me in the hot seat, of course, as always. Hot news, Natalie, for the news yes. and the headlines we're going to be talking about today. There's a lot going on in the news. There's a lot Man. of crazy stuff, and I'm, I'm tired of people. I went off the planet. It's tough. It's <laughs> it getting really tough. Is. I've decided that uh, 90% of the world are just pure morons, and, and 100% of those are on Twitter. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's true. It's true. It's all You blame white people. It's all white people's fault. Bottom line, in this day and age, whatever it comes down to, it's white people. Can I tell you, I actually go, when I seek my news on Twitter, the first place I go is to watch Chad, because I know you've always got something witty and uh, news g- current. I go through phases. Like some yeah. days, brr, I'm rapid fire Twitter. And then other yeah. days, like yesterday, I just can't. Mm-hmm. I just can't mm-hmm. because the stupidity is so strong. I tweeted something yesterday and I said, you know, there's no place for hate. Really, there should be no place sure. for hate in 21st century America. I mean, we have it so good in America. We yes. really do. I, look, as long as there's human beings on the planet, they're going to mess things up and there's going to be a plight. People will have a struggle. But we don't have a struggle. I mean, not like parts of the world do, right? And we just – people just don't realize how good we actually have it in this country. And it, and everyone is – you know, they talk about, you know, hate, 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 hate. You know, the left hates the right and the right hates the left and extremists and all of these things. And it's like, look, there's no room for all that stuff. Then you see what happened to Andy No, you know, the journalist up in um, uh, Portland, Oregon, when he got attacked by Antifa. And that, that's kind of what inspired me. Well, then I have people who come, start commenting, and they're like, well, all you do is pander it. You just put hate out there all the time. You make a living off of hate. And I'm like – then you should be able to provide a lot of examples because right. I don't put hate out there. I just have mm-hmm. an opinion. But these days people think if you have an opinion that disagrees with theirs, mm-hmm. it's hate. It's not mm-hmm. hate. It's just a differing opinion. Sure. People should be able to discuss those things. Founding fathers established the Constitution and the government of the United States. This republic was founded on discourse and disagreement, the ability to debate and to dialogue and to come to conclusions and blah, 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 blah. But that you wouldn't know that from Twitter. No, and you should be able to walk away peaceful. And yeah. that just doesn't happen anymore. Yeah, so that's a shame. And we're going to talk about some of that today. Over to the peanut gallery, Mr. Party Foul, Steve Powell. I'm here. Representing his road armor. Look at you, son. Road armor. You're like a <laughs> hoe. You're a hoe. That's right. You got more hoes in the ozone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Better known as the Diamond and Silk Act. No, I. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> what did we do this weekend? What did we, Where uh, were New we? New we were in New Braunfels. We were in New Braunfels. It was interesting. We had a great show. We, great. Well, that was a big crowd. Big crowd. Great time. I don't know the that show most of the back okay. of the room heard it because the sound was a little iffy, but we had fun. Yeah. It was a good time. And you ended up not floating the river. Didn't float the river. Y'all There's talked a big game like you were much, going to. Too much rain. It's overflowing. It's yeah. big. People are dying. You would drown. It's practically an epidemic. It's a drowning epidemic. 
on the Comal River. I, I don't know. I would have paid to see you with those little floaties on. Why don't you shut up, Natalie? <laughs> you, like, so how much cute. would you pay? How much? I'd pay I, $5. How did you know he wore those? $5 a floaty. Yeah, $5 that's fine. $5 a floaty. That's fine. Yeah. You can upsell me. Listen, I'd have so much of that river go up my nose, you'd, uh, we'd give a new definition to floaties. <laughs> Stuff would be all, all over that river. Right. So Sean, uh, uh, Bougie Sean just was on vacation. He was down around Galveston, and he went down there. They rented a house on the beach, him and Aaron and, and, and them, and they had no power. The power was out for like four days of their vacation. Oh, no. And I was laughing so hard because he would take video of just a black room, right? And he would put uh, Weird Al Yankovic's Amish Paradise to the music on, <laughs> it, on Instagram. It was really funny. So Bougie's not into suffering a whole lot. You know, so did they had, charge him for that? I, I mean, don't is know. there some sort of is I'm that sure VRBO? they did, but you know, who knows? We kept telling him, you know, get get some money back. But yeah. Anyway, anyway, like anyway, all of anyway. it. Yeah, they didn't provide what they said they were going to provide. Well, I mean, you know, it's not the owner's fault that the power went out. But so if you if your company or whatever is they they provide you with electricity at their house and you don't get that, you get all your money back. Yeah. We'll see how it comes out. Yeah. We'll see what. And then Bougie sent us a picture of him naked on the beach yesterday. That was interesting. Which is just an image I really wanted to see. I really. Bring that up. I'm going to. Here's what I'm going to do. Yeah, let me pull that real fast. I'm going to make that my uh, home screen on my phone. I'm going to make that my. You know, so every time I do it, there's going to be Bougie's. Yeah. He kind of has a white ass, too. (laughs) (laughs) Aww. (laughs) Who knew black people tan? Yeah, I know. Yeah. Cute butt. It's a cute little butt. But they all got a picture of my butt uh, when I was in Ireland. Bring that up, Mark. <laughs> so apparently we're doing some weird butt things amongst our Humor Me crew, which, by the way, go to blazetv.com slash humor, sign up, use promo code chat. Allison, my lovely assistant Allison mm-hmm. over there with your fancy earrings. Look at you dangling. Good morning. Dangling, dangling. Good to see you. you I have missed you. How have you been? Good, good. Yeah. Just, Just dropped a kid off at college did oh i didn't think how does that happen it's summertime well we had to go down for orientation and the fun part was that you had like the parent meetings and the kid meetings Mm. so we went to the first day of parent meetings and then bailed right out (laughs) (laughs) we floated the river (laughs) we floated the river (laughs) you floated we did where's he oh you know texas well did y'all float somewhere Yeah, St. Marcus River. Yeah. yeah, different trip. And of course, flying this starship that is Studio Twenty Two, the puppet master himself, Mark. What's going on, buddy? Hey. Anything exciting going on in your life? Nothing too crazy right now, really. It's been pretty normal. So, yeah. Uh, how you doing, Mark? I'm pretty good. Pretty good. <laughs> you know, just uh, living life. Well, let's ruin that with some headlines. <laughs> do it. What do you got, Natalie? Do, I was, do you ever read these headlines? And, and this is where you said you hate people, but it just, it, you, I, I read these and I think to myself, this can't be true. Like de Blasio saying that we should pay for tax dollars should go toward people who want to do change their gender. Mm. Did you see that? I did not see that, but it doesn't surprise me. Nothing that at this point that comes out of Bill de Blasio's mouth. It surprises me. I keep anymore. thinking that Candace is putting these in here just to throw like, us like off. Little, like little fake news Easter eggs. It says then Bill we find de Blasio them. at NYC Pride Parade says gender reassignment surgeries absolutely should be covered by taxpayer dollars. So that's that's you know that flies right in the face of talking about um, 
you know, the gender reassignment stuff that was going on in the military and a lot mm-hmm. of people were joining, you know, the, the assumption is you're joining the military so you can get it paid for, mm-hmm. you know, and that was that was a big accusation. How many people were actually doing that? I don't know. And, of course, that was a huge debate about when Trump came out and said, we're, we're ending that. Not going to, you know, there's not going to be transgender people in the military and things like that. Which which sparked a huge debate. Sure. I was in agreement with it. Most of the people I know that have ever commanded people in, in the military, they agree with it, too, just simply on the fact that these people are going through some major medical issues and also some mental issues. And you don't want that person trying to make snap decisions in the middle of a battle. Mm-hmm. This kind of thing going on. We won't get too deep into that. But but if but if it's not right for, for taxpayers to pay that, like be who you want to be, be who sure. you want to be. You and I but said it's we know people my who responsibility. have done this. To pay for you to be who you want to mm-hmm. be. I didn't buy that dress. You bought that dress. Right. Should I, my tax money go to your wardrobe? Should right. it go to fixing your hair? Well. Your makeup? Hell to the no. Oh, okay. Like, like no, I can't do that. That's used for that. me. <laughs> yeah, trust me. All my money goes to Party Foul Steve. So, so, you know, it's not my responsibility to help you be you. Mm-hmm. You be you. Mm-hmm. I be I, you be you. Well, he, he de Blasio says this is... Um, this is their medical needs. This isn't a want. This is a need. And that everyone's medical needs should be taken Do care of. Do you need a penis? I don't. Yeah, see, you don't well, need one. <laughs> <laughs> Not in the way we're talking. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Do you need <laughs> one attached <laughs> to your handy, body? Though. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Do you need one attached? It's party time, Mom. Stay on. <laughs> is it attached? Do you need no, one attached to no, your body? You no, don't no, need no. one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. So, so that's, it's just. Dumb. I mean, that that's dumb. It, it, see, here's the thing that always just drives me up the wall is people have taken language and they have so twisted it. <laughs> Steve's dying to get it out. No. Come on, let's say it. No, I'm not. I was wondering where she would attach this penis. <laughs> Like, right on her chest, right here. Uh, no, right she, you, would, you would hopefully attach it somewhere it could be used. <laughs> This is the episode I'm sitting in on. <laughs> yes. Hi, Allison. How you get at college? Um, oh, gosh. Oh, my God. But that people have taken language and they've twisted it in such a way to justify the most asinine logic to say that somebody needs this. Sure. Is ridiculous. But Bill de Blasio, of course, the mayor of New York City, he's a mm-hmm. moron. He's a moron. And everybody that lives in New York City knows it. I don't know how this guy ever got elected. Anyway, what else? Yeah. Let's make fun of more I, people. I want to ask you about because the one thing that you did post that I that I noticed, and I say Antifa. I know like people say Antifa. Antifa. I say idiot. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What um, what brought that? Because you you welcome them to come down to your hometown. Yeah, come down. We'll buy you a burger. We'll have a discussion. Tell tell me about that. <clears throat> well, okay. So they were in Portland, Oregon, and they attacked yes. Andy Noah, as we were talking mm-hmm. about. You know, because he's gay and Asian. That's why they attacked him. Mm-hmm. Of course. <laughs> It's because he's a conservative journalist. Correct. The bottom line. And so he's at the thing. And I look, I, Andy's gotten attacked a few times. He's gotten maced in the face. I mean, it, me personally, I'm not going to keep putting myself in the middle of, like, I'm not going to jump in a, in a chimpanzee cage mm-hmm. and hope to come out unscathed, right? These people are acting like animals. And so Portland, Oregon has just f- completely forgotten the rule of law. They're just done with I mean, there's just nothing. I mean, even the mayor gives a stand-down order to the police not to interfere with this thing, which is just dumb. These people are thugs in the street. They're wearing masks. If you've got to wear a mask, then I don't want to listen to your calls. It's the same as – it's the same as um, – she's fine. It's the same as um, uh, if – you going to share them chips, girl? <laughs> the uh, – <laughs> 
it, it's the same as somebody on Twitter that doesn't use their face, mm-hmm. right, as an avatar. That that bugs me. Like, if you want to have a discussion, use your name and your face, and let's have a discussion. But don't come at me like some damn troll, and you're going to, you know, you're going to attack me. You're not worthy of the conversation. You're not worthy of being part of this conversation if you're going to hide from it. So so expose yourself and come out. If, if you got a grief, if you got a belief or whatever you want to discuss, let's discuss it. But these guys have become pigs. They're, they've become exactly what they claim to be against. Correct. So anti-fascism. Mm-hmm. And if you say anything about Antifa, then people are going to say, oh, so you're for fascism. No. Right. Absolutely not. But these guys have become freaking fascists. That's my no-no square. Don't touch me there. <laughs> this is Antifa. Yeah. I mean, opposite ends. Yeah. Neither good. No, it's not. Which, again, prompted my tweet about hate is no place for it. That's There's right. no need for it. There's no – in America – and people, people, you can you can watch this. You can disagree with me all you want, but I'm going to make this statement, and I, and I make it boldly, and I can defend it. There is no institutional hate in America. Mm-hmm. There is no institutional racism in America. It doesn't exist. It does not exist. There's individual hate and there's individual racism. But you can't name one American institution that is racist. Can't do it. Can't do it. Now, you can name organizations that are, but you can't name an American institution that's racist. People have bled, they have sweat, and they have given their money to make sure that what it says in the Declaration of Independence that all men are created equal— People have died. I had a guy today who was, who was sitting here talking about white people this, white people that. And I said, well, what about the 350,000 white people that died to abolish slavery? He said, you know, white people created hate. I said, well, what about the West West African uh, um, tribal leaders that sold blacks into slavery? What about the 3,500 black slave owners in America in mm-hmm. 1861? What about them? Oh, but white people. So it's just stupid rhetoric. It's just stupid rhetoric. And then you take these guys, just because you call yourself anti-Nazi or anti-fascist, that doesn't give you a free pass to go out and act like a fascist. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? So these guys, Antifa, come on down to Texas. See, it's it's a gang mentality. Those guys are in Portland. They know they're not going to get punished for it. If conservatives were doing this, and they want to talk about, well, Charlottesville, Charlottesville, nobody supports that moron that, that mm-hmm. ran over Heather Heyer. Nobody supports that guy. No one that I've – nobody supports that guy. I'm glad he got life in prison. They probably mm-hmm. should have given him lethal injection as mm-hmm. far as I'm concerned. It, it, there's no place for that. But they, they want to act like because you're a conservative, you defend that? No, absolutely not. And I don't defend this stuff going on in, in Portland. So bring it down to Texas. Help me understand, though, Where Chad. we will royally take you in the street and whip <laughs> your ass. Okay. No hate. We'll do it in love because you need it. I mean, they're hitting people in the head with crowbars. This old guy, this old man got his ass beat in Portland. He's bloody all over the place. The other guy got his skull split open with a crowbar. Crazy stuff. Do that in Texas and see what happens. I got the tactical fanny pack of death sitting right over here. Right. I got everything I need. Mm -hmm. Anti-Antifa bag. That's what I call it. (laughs) (laughs) What? Shut up, people. I've got one, too, right here. <laughs> yeah. I just, I'm, I'm confused death. as to how the police are told to stand down. So that's the prisoners running the prison. I mean, this is, this is not legal stuff. Oh, yeah, it's the monkeys stuff. running the zoo is what yeah. it is. So and, and how, how, walk me through how that 
Well, it, it, the it, because they've, they've abolished the rule of law. Portland has gone anarchy. I told, I told my manager and my agent, I said, do not book me in Portland ever again. I will never go back to Portland. Did you have a bad experience when no. you went? No, no, just now. But screw them. Why am I going to boost their economy? Why okay. am I going to go in there and do? And look, we sold. We had a sold out show last time we were in Portland, believe right. it or not. And God bless the people in Oregon who are having to put up with this crap because believe it or not, they're really good people in Oregon. And they drove in. I said, screw that. I'm not giving, I'm not giving Portland, Oregon any more money. Mm-hmm. Not going to do it. Not going to boost their economy in that way. My little bit, but I'm not going back. People are fools. But when you do that, it would have never happened had it been conservatives. Had it been the other way around, it wouldn't have been that way. I'm just telling you, it wouldn't have been that way. Mm-hmm. You can go out there and you can beat the snot out of a conservative and be completely untouched and unconvicted. You, you're not going to get arrested. But if you do that to a liberal, look at Jesse Smollett. Sure. Jesse Smollett goes out there and fakes his own ass whipping. And, and <laughs> He did. And he did. And what? They were ready to hang two white guys they couldn't even, that didn't exist. Mm-hmm. Wearing MAGA hats and screaming MAGA country and, you know, beating him up. I just got a, a pop up news about that right before we came on air. I mean, that's still in the news. Yeah. But you didn't hear about, you don't really hear about Candace Owens getting attacked by Antifa when they were just having lunch. Look, uh, Ashton, Ashton uh, Birdie, she texted me yesterday. She tweet, she sent me a tweet message yesterday. She's speaking at the D.C. rally uh, this week and they're threatening to, you know, to come throw acid on them. Oh, gosh. And I'm like, this is this is ludicrous, mm-hmm. which fortunately, you know, Ted Cruz came out and said, look, we the FBI needs to get involved with this. These people mm-hmm. need to get identified. And have you ever seen the mug shots? We need I wish where's Candy. And they should go down it. as hate crimes. They are hate crimes. They're domestic so, terrorists. Exactly. Look, I don't care who you are. I don't care if you're the KKK, you're Antifa. I don't care what white supremacy, even Westboro Baptist Church. You people are jackass terrorists. I mean, that bottom mm-hmm. line, you're terrorists. They're like, well, we're not killing anybody. But see, let me tell you the Antifa, let me tell you their strategy. Their strategy is to try to provoke conservatives or the people that they're against or perceive as hate groups. They want to provoke them so then the conservatives attack them and they can go, oh, we didn't do anything. We got assaulted. We got mm-hmm. assaulted. So they come at them, come at them. And I'm telling you, you're going to keep pushing and there's going to be some assaults. They're, they're, it, people are going to get assaulted because I think... With this episode, just from what I've seen online in the last two days, I think people are about up to here with this mm-hmm. crap. They really are. This is so. not America. That's not America. No. Not American. If you don't have the intelligence, and, I, and I'm so sick of, you know, you get online and you want to have these conversations with people or have a discussion, and, and it always devolves into name calling. You know, up yours, kiss mys, FUs, go to hells, all of these things. And it's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Why can't you just have a discussion without it becoming a, you know, a, who can call each other the, you know, I'm I'm the gay broke back cowboy that wants to dress like a Mexican. I get called that every day. I don't even know what that means. I mean, that's racist <laughs> <laughs> and homophobic. What's right. wrong with being gay? Nope. That's right. I mean, why you're insulting me by calling me gay? You know, I'm not, Mom. <laughs> But have you tried it? There was a time. There was a time I like I, you. You know, you take that pill, like Andrew Heaton said. I, if there was a pill that could make you gay, I'd try it. Uh. I said, "Bro, this episode is over." <laughs> but no, it's 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 turning into anarchy. The rule of law. We've lost the rule of law in America in a big, big way. Did you hear back from anybody uh, after you uh, proposed to come down to Texas? Anybody from Antifa? 
<clears throat> yeah, they were not Antifa, but you know, I've had everybody. And you know, who knows if they're Antifa? They cover their faces. Yeah, they do. <sighs> and they also say sometimes violence is necessary to get the message across for peace. Come on to Texas. I drank my sparkling water. Whoop your ass. <laughs> oh, there are about 40,000 people that responded to that tweet. Mm-hmm. I promise you. And let me tell you another thing. You people leaving these red states to move to a, or leaving these blue states to move to a red state because you don't like the way your blue state's going these days. Leave your politics at the border, at the state line before you cross. Because these folks don't don't come over here and try to blue up. But it's happening. <laughs> it is happening. It is happening. You can't come in and vote the same way. Is again, you can't do the same thing you've always done and expect different results. Right. You got you got to change. Anyway. The border. I'm tired already. Your girl went down to the border. AOC. She did. Is California. she hot or not? Not. She's, you don't. I mean, she's Allison cute. Allison says no. She's cute. She kept her mouth until she opens her mouth. Yeah. Um, you know, she's a great Mark, actress. You cute or not? I give her a yes, actually. Okay. Yeah. yeah she's cute. She's, cute. So. she's she is physically cute. Yeah. <laughs> She's a gr- actress. <laughs> you yeah. got to keep your looks up and, when and you're not acting. A bad one. Not a bad one. Uh-uh. And uh, but she's also a moron. I mean, she's an empty head. Uh, there's not a lot coming out there. See, I don't think she's. I don't think she's stupid. I don't think she's stupid. But I, think, I don't. I think her. I, I'm. I think she's an actress. I think she's the. <sighs> she is the Phoebe from Friends of Washington D.C. She's, she's so Phoebe dumb. Buffet. She's smart. Phoebe Buffet. No, I think she's uh, unintelligent. It, 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 she's ignorant of a lot of things, and, and that's not being mean or name calling. You know, you're just she just doesn't know. She doesn't know. I mean, there's things she doesn't know. Mm-hmm. But I mean, when you continually put your foot in your mouth, just like her insulting Ivanka Trump this weekend, saying, you know, we don't need some person who's trying to do American diplomacy just because of whose daughter they are. She, <laughs> She went to an Ivy League school. She has run very successful yeah. businesses. She has, you know, a master's degree. She's she, she was not a bartender eighteen right. months she ago. Dumb. I have to yeah. take it back. Yeah, she's ignorant. Well, she's down at the border and now she's screaming. Yeah, of course. Just she about the and that there comes in the actress thing, right? And the conditions are deplorable. And uh, making them drink toilet water, making them drink toilet water. And she water. was she was sexually harassed, basically. She I, was I saw that physically and sexually. Um, what was her, whatever a word was. And the children <sighs> are separated from their. Who sexually harassed her? Support supposedly a the border patrol. Border patrol officers. She said. Yeah. But she said they don't have any running water, but they're supposed to drink out of the toilet. So I don't know how you're yeah. supposed to drink out of the toilet when there's no running water. See, I, I just think when I hear stuff like that, I'm thinking, okay, um, I'll take what is 100% false for $500, Alex. I just don't – it's just not – look, is it, a, is it a bad situation? Yes, it's a bad situation. And it has been for a very long time. It has been. Okay, so let's talk about the border for a second. Let's talk about You've been border. down there. Yeah, of course I have numerous times. I've got a lot of friends that are both ICE and, and Border Patrol agents. Um you know, we've had Jason Piccolo, who was former ICE supervisor on the show. And, um, yeah, it's it's not a good situation. But let's let's talk about that. 7,200 people died between 1996 and 2000, um, 
1917. 1996 to 2017, 7,200 people died trying to cross the border. Okay, we saw that horrific picture of the dad and his daughter yes. who was in the river. Sad, Awful. sad deal. <clears throat> but that's they, – they, no one has ever died seeking legal asylum. <laughs> right. Okay? It's all been illegal border crossings in, in, in dangerous situations. Mm-hmm. Now, 96, that, that encompasses um, – that encompasses Bill Clinton – W. Bush and Obama Mm -hmm. in the first year of Trump. Everybody wants to say, yeah, but how many of them died in incarceration? Well, let's look at that. There's been, uh, whichever year it was, last year I think there was 10 that died. This year there's been 12. Okay, that's under Trump. That's basically the same numbers that died in incarceration under Obama. Obama's average comes down because one year, which I think was, it doesn't matter, 2012, I think it was, there were only five. Now, when you talk about detention centers, you're talking about from Florida to Vietnam. This is not just at the border. We're talking about total detention centers and people dying in these things who are trying to, quote unquote, immigrate somewhere. So the numbers are the same. Factor in that in the last year, There has been a 30% increase in how many people are coming to the border. Hundreds of thousands. So that's much, much more coming to the border now, this year, than there were under Obama's administration. So to sit there and say that this is all Trump's fault is ludicrous. This separation of families is not Trump's fault. They are detention centers. Sure. They are detention centers. Could it be done better? Sure, it could be. I do believe we need a wall, but I also think we need about six ports of entry across the southern border, and there need to be there need to be city encampments set up on the other side of the border where these people can be housed while they're doing their asylum pleas. But you know good and well that the majority of these people are not truly seeking legitimate reasons for asylum. They're not. Now, Beto O'Rourke goes down there this weekend, and he's trying to blame this mass migration of illegals on climate change man-made climate change because he says they're not getting rain down there because of our CO2 emissions and they can't grow crops. And that's why they're trying to flee their country so they can come to America. Well, the biggest emitter of CO2 uh, carbons in the world is China. So let's send them there. If Mm -hmm. we're going to punish people with illegals, (laughs) let's send them to China. Why don't they go over there? They got a big old green belt over there. They grow crops. If you're looking for crops, go to China. Put them on a boat. Mm -hmm. That's mean. I shouldn't say that. But put them on a boat. (laughs) But there's this mass influx. What are you going to do? There should be ports of entry that I think that should be there should be set up. And and there should be a uh, there should be a more um, uh, a more streamlined process of of deciding whether or not these people are truly asylum seekers. And no one is against legal immigration. Nobody. I've never met a person against legal immigration. But. This stuff has gotten it's gotten ludicrous. I can show you pictures right now of Obama's head of Homeland Security walking through detention centers while while Obama was president, and there are people in those fenced off things. They're detention centers. Mm-hmm. What are you going to do? Go to a, go to an American detention center. They separate families there too. Sure, you know. And if a kid breaks the law, guess where they put them? Not with their mom. No. Not under house arrest. They put them in a cage. So 
you want to call that a jail cell. But but what what about Beto, who's going to go down there, though, and he wants to find out the he's running for president. It, it's over for this guy. It's I mean, his only hope is somebody would pick him as a VP. But but it's over for this guy. But he goes down there and he's wanting to talk to illegals and, and asylum seekers and get their opinion. Why? They get no opinion, period. Why are you getting their opinion? Well, because Steve said that's votes. <laughs> <laughs> That's I mean, it. basically, yeah, that's the assumption. But why? We don't. They're they're not American citizens. Why do we care? Mm-hmm. Why do we care what their opinion is on American politics? Why in the hell? Why are they pander? They're pander bears. That's my new hashtag, by the way, mm-hmm. on Twitter. Hashtag pander bears. They're all pander bears. Why? Why are you speaking Spanish in the Democratic debates? Why? Why are you? You know, Cory Booker and. Uh, Bob Frank, Robert Francis, and uh, uh, what's his name, Castro, uh, all speaking Spanish in the deal. And it's like, you guys are ridiculous with this stuff. Who are you pandering to? If you want to run run Mexico, go run for president in Mexico. Mm -hmm. Make Mexico great again. Was it ever great? I don't know. But anyway, if you want that, go rule Mexico. This well, is America. Is, this is America. There are a lot of Spanish-speaking immigrants who came here legally. Maybe, sp- And they will defend it to the death that they came here legally. And there's a lot of Hispanic mm-hmm. conservatives out there who know that this is a slap in the face to the process they went through to be here mm-hmm. and to be here legally and to be citizens here. And it's ridiculous. Look, the border is not some arbitrary line drawn in the sand. It's not. There's a reason the borders are there. The borders are there. They define a nation. They define the state. They define your county. There's a reason those things are laid out the way they are. It's the same reason you have a lock on your front door. It's like this. So, okay, Steve and I were just in New Jersey, right? And we pat. We were walking one day. We were walking and there was a church, it was a Lutheran church, and it had a big rainbow banner up there that said, Open Borders Lutheran Church. That was the name of the church. And I walked over there, the door was locked. <laughs> I said, ain't that a b-? <laughs> I mean, like, everyone welcome, our doors are open. They were locked. I took a video of it. Didn't I, Steve? Yep. I took sure a video did. of it. Open Borders, but their door was locked. Mm-hmm. See that's that's the that's the lunacy of this thing. People died for those borders to be where they are, and so when someone like, you know, C-list actress Alyssa Milano steps up and says, "Well, they're, we're, people are dying over an arbitrary line," it's not arbitrary. Mm-mm. It's not just a line. There's a reason those borders exist. People died for those borders, and that's worldwide. That's not just America. You you lose your border, you lose your nation. You lose your identity. And by the way, folks, when you comment, you say that people just need to speak English because that's the official language of, of the United States. It's not. America does not have an official language. It's not English, okay? There is no official language of the United just States. Just a universal just business language. the majority of us do speak English. Mm-hmm. So I'm just going to tell you. Why you, can you, we not do that? Why can you, we not make that 
because because we language. are a melting pot. Mm-hmm. We are a melting pot of cultures. But the beauty of that we is need you to come have up with our to own melt. language, making brand new language, and everybody has to learn that. Everybody be equal. NRK on Hologos. Now you do it back to me. You got to make a brand new one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, start from scratch. You wouldn't learn that one either, nope, Steve. I, no, I sure wouldn't. <laughs> Shut up. I speak English. I, I grew up in a dual language nation. I mean, I grew up in Canada, so we had English and French. And, you know, that's really interesting, too, because there's our illustrious leader tweeting out once in English, once in French. Yeah. <laughs> My Cheerios box, you know, I had to turn it to the right side to know which type mom had oh. bought. <laughs> was... Look, and the only reason I'm bringing that up is people, people, you lose the debate when you say something like that because that's ignorant. You, you just don't, just don't say, no, you got to learn English. That's the official language. No, it's not. Bad argument. Um, but we are a melting pot. The key word being melting. You got, you have to assimilate. You can't come here and maintain the culture. That you came from the same way, same argument that I apply to the folks leaving the blue states coming to the red states. You got to come and assimilate. You have to come become an American. Mm-hmm. You can't come here and embrace Sharia law in America, which completely contradicts the ideals of the Constitution of the United States. You can't come here and and make this Mexico. You you can't do that. You can't come here and make this Russia. You can't come here and make this the Congo. Mm-hmm. This is America. You want to come in. You want to be a citizen. That's why there is a very tedious process of testing and all of these requirements that go into becoming a citizen of the United States. I think it should be, again, a more streamlined process in that regard. But it is difficult to become a citizen of the United States because they demand assimilation. I have to put this the the girl spin on this because I'm a girl, but I I, I get so fired up. A penis <laughs> attached here. <laughs> Um, I get so frustrated that people think that because you are conservative or just right of the aisle that you have no compassion, that we are ignoring what these people are going through at the border. That's bullcrap. That's not fair at all. We are a I am a law abiding citizen and I want to help as much as I can. But so don't automatically it, you know trump this the that father and daughter the blood is on his hands that's bullcrap that is a compassionate man as well i know he doesn't always come across that way but he wants to make change for the better and i really believe that i believe that in my i know that for me in my own heart i've gone on mission trips i want to help others as well but just because i'm a law abiding a law abiding citizen who follows the rules of the land I'm seen as not being compassionate because mothers and babies are being separated or supposedly people are drinking out of toilets or no, don't don't assign me to that. Don't attack me that way. I want to help as well. You want to help. We all want to come up with great ideas. But instead, you see AOC screaming and attacking. Let's figure it out. I I mean, now they said the latest was that that Trump is trying to make the. immigration laws more strict that he's trying to put down more laws making it harder is that true there is no real solution on that right now is it harder yes mm-hmm. yeah i think he does want to make it harder i think mm-hmm. i think a wall which is something he campaigned on makes it harder to get legally it, yeah, i'm not not I, illegally I understand that. 
I understand that. And we'll see how that meets out. I never, I don't know what Trump is doing sometimes with stuff because I think that, again, I've said this. I'm on record saying it, and you guys, you can blast me all you want, but I, I still believe that a lot of times – I love how many people try to defend Trump and they've never read his books, mm-hmm. right, like Art of the Deal or whatever. <laughs> read his books. You, you'll understand a lot more about how he does things. But Trump will create a problem or at least say there's a problem and then – quote, unquote, solve that problem and say, look what I did. <laughs> Hero. <laughs> and that's a fact. He will, it's like, again, I've, I've said it before. He'll push the lady down, help the lady up, and say, I helped the lady up. Mm-hmm. He also pushed her down. But that's, that's just kind of Trump. Trump loves to throw this stuff up here, and you're looking at this and dealing with this, and he's down here doing this. So it is – I don't know if it's 4D chess or the guy's just really that lucky. Um, but, you know, he's done some things. Some I agree with, some I don't. What he's going to do with this immigration thing, I don't know. This is a tricky process here because, mm-hmm. because again, I've also said, while we're talking about security, security is important, but so is humanity. Humanity is important as well, which is to your point. Yes. You know, I've, I've been in all these countries. I've been there numerous times, and I posted a picture on Twitter. You know, we were down in Nicaragua with some of the kids that we support. We were in their home, and they got dirt floors, and somebody comes on there and says, oh, yeah, sure, that's what you want them to have is those dirt floors. And I'm like, that is their home. They're proud of their home. That, that's all they've ever had. That's right. all they've ever known. And then one picture, you know, the dad's out showing me his garden out back. He's very proud of that, you know. And it's not your standard as an American because of a first world country we live in. But in their world, you know, that second world nation with third world problems in some cases mm-hmm. – they were very proud of what they had. They were showing it off. So we're very we're very arrogant in that regard to how we look at the rest of the world. Mm. We're very condescending in that. So when AOC goes Which down reminds there, you how blessed you are exactly. to be in this country. Exactly. So when AOC goes down to the border, which, by the way, some others, a lot of others went to the border, mm-hmm. too. I mean, do you really think that all these congressmen and women are going to go down and, and, the, and the Border Patrol is just going to become a bunch of slave drivers and pompous asses? You, no, they're they're going to, if anything, put their best foot forward, mm-hmm. you know. So I don't I don't buy into it. And then you know I've got you got other conservative Congress people and senators as well. Ted Cruz went down mm-hmm. there. He didn't report that. You know, what's the deal? Who's telling the truth? Somebody's lying. Somebody's lying. Me thinks I know who. <laughs> <laughs> but whatever. We all agree we have a problem. We got a problem. We've got a problem. There's got to be ways, like you said, to streamline it. And, and, you know, be smart with But how compassion. do you streamline when you have hundreds of thousands of people right. every month coming? Well, that's a crisis. That goes back to the very first thing that has to be done is secure the border. Fence, yeah. wall, people, whatever it takes to secure the border and then create the process to legally immigrate them. And again, and again, you can't physically, because of the geography, you can't build a wall across the entire border because sure. you just can't do it. It's physical problems with that but i am for building a wall around portland oregon (laughs) i'm all for that i'll go up there and help lay the bricks oh gosh oh Oh, no well well it's a problem and everybody feels strongly about it and you're right the compassion issue is there it is there um you know that's that's it is what it is so you know hey hey we're, we're sitting here worrying about nike you know Putting a flag on a shoe and Colin Kaepernick says, nah. 
put the Betsy mm-hmm. Ross flag on there. Yes. I mean, that, that's first world problems. Yeah. They were an ugly shoe anyway. They recalled it. They, they, recalled they sent it. them all out to the distributors or, <laughs> and then asked them to call back or send them back with no explanation. Dumb. <laughs> <laughs> it was the original 13 colonies flag, Betsy Ross flag. Betsy Ross and he, and, and Kaepernick said. The race saw history like it never happened. That well, was Kaepernick during a, says. That's, yeah, that's during exactly. a time of, of so he slavery. He stop with that. What, and Steve? You could erase all the history, and he's still going to have a problem with something. He'll find something. Well, you know, again, it's like I've said over and over again. You take you take things like reparations. You're telling me, okay, let's say let's say this next election cycle we institute reparations. You're going to tell me that everybody's going to be racially satisfied now? Yeah. No, just nope. go with something else and have a problem with. Mm-hmm. You you telling me Al Sharpton and, and Jesse Jackson are going to retire if we put reparations in? No, they just come up with something else because when you give somebody. Uh, if you if you can't give somebody enough, then you've already given them too much. Yeah, that's the bottom line, because because it's never going to be satisfied. Three hundred fifty thousand white people died to abolish slavery, but you're still going to blame white people? That's your issue. The majority of Fortune one hundred companies, Fortune three hundred, Fortune five hundred companies these days have a chief um, um, uh, equality officer as a as a as a as a C-level executive to make sure that equality happens in these businesses? Who instituted that? Who instituted that? Right now, you can come over to Mercury Studios. They got the, they've got the mm. the history. I mean, it's it's graphic. It's a pop up museum. Yeah, it's it's, great. The, it's incredible the work that's gone into this um, uh, twelve score and uh, three years museum that they've got popped up. If you don't know it, Glenn Beck has a lot of artifacts. Mm-hmm. He's got a lot of historical artifacts really incredible but but the specific thing is they built a slave ship over there mm-hmm. um or, or, or a replica of a section of slave ship they've got it's, it's pretty graphic over there but mm-hmm. it talks about the fight for um equality mm-hmm. and, and it's talking about the racial divide that this country's known but there is a section in the museum over there that talks about um presidents that were good racial relations and presidents that were bad and there's a description of why it tells why there are always going to be people on the wrong side of righteousness that's right right and there's going to be people who are going to fight for it and this country has worked very hard to get to that point where all men are not only created equal but treated equal and i'll fight for you look look i <laughs> I've said this until I'm blue in the face. I got the most diverse group of people that work for me and with me. Then, I mean, you know, I got Steve, who is a whole plethora of crazy. Allison's a Canadian. Mm-hmm. We got Candice, queen of the Ethiopians, that we don't even know where she's from. You got Bougie Sean, who's Jamaican and Chinese. Mm-hmm. We got J- Metro Jason, who is Hispanic. Mm-hmm. My agent is Cubano and gay. Mm-hmm. My manager is Jewish. So come at me. I, I mean, grew it's, up in it's, the trailer. You, you, you're from the other side of the tracks. I, I was did. saving that for last. You're a redneck. <laughs> yeah, you still write checks in pencil. <laughs> Is that bad? <laughs> I press hard. <laughs> your family tree. Your family. It can be erased, Natalie. That's the problem. Uh, mm, whatever. Your family tree's a brush pile too. I know. Mm-hmm. I know. Look, just love everybody that you can. I, I, it's amazing to me. I put out the tweet about don't you know? There's no, re- there's no reason for hate. Nope. And how many people are defending their right to hate? You should read the tweets. 
It's amazing. <laughs> like they're coming up with biblical justifications on why they should be able to saw that. hate thy neighbor. I saw that. Maybe will there be conflict? Yes, there time. will be conflict. But you know, just like the Civil War, which was not civil, 700,000 plus died in that war between the states. And they worked hard after that civil war was over with to reunify. Mm -hmm. Was it all done rightly and righteously and justly? No. But, but there were people who worked hard to unify the nation again because, again, we had to live together. Yes, we had a bloody battle, but we had to live together again. And that's the deal. Will there be conflict? Yeah, there'll be conflict. History's proven it over and over again. Mm -hmm. But here we are. Here we are. If we don't get back to the rule of law, and I'm talking about this, this the, the thug mentality in Portland or the border immigration issue, you can't just throw laws out and say arbitrarily, we don't like that anymore. We feel like it's inhumane. Well, you know, if I get caught driving drunk, they're going to put me in jail, and I might feel like that's inhumane. Mm -hmm. I don't want to go to jail. I demand my rights. Mm -hmm. Well, I just forfeited my rights. That's right. I just gave up that privilege. You know, we got to go. I, wait. Oh, okay. I just wanted to say, I wanted to add to that because I've, I've told you this before. I think you're one of the most compassionate people I've ever tell me, met. Tell me more. Tell <laughs> well, me more. And we're, we're, we all love Jesus. Stay horned. You know, <laughs> Jesus and horned in the same <laughs> breath. That's awesome. <laughs> you know, for all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God, our leaders will fail. We fail. We all sin. But if we could just forget the right and the left and just come together with compassion and common sense and meet with open hearts, you know, and and again, back to common sense, so much more could be done. It's just not happening anymore. Nope. But that's not fun. That's boring, Natalie. It's not fun. No, it's much more fun to watch what happened in Portland. I mean, that's reality TV. Yep. Yeah, well, well, that's what it comes down to. Some people, some people are not going to be satisfied until. So, look, we, we've we've had guerrilla warfare, we've had conventional warfare, we've mm -hmm. had chemical warfare. There's been nuclear warfare. Now we're at ideological warfare. Mm -hmm. We're in an ideological civil war right now. It's being exacerbated by mainstream media and social media and all of these things, and it's it's eliminating our ability to come together in that regard. And look, I'm not telling you just to just roll over and take it. No. I'm not, stand your ground. There's a reason you have your convictions. Keep your convictions. But let's discuss it. Let's have that talk without, you know, calling everybody an a-hole and again. Chad, you just spew hate. <laughs> <laughs> you opened up with I hate people. <laughs> I hate people. <laughs> yeah. Except you love everyone. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> Angry white man, mom. Angry white man. Uh, Party about Steve. Allison, the Canadian. Yesterday was Canada a? Day. It was. A? A. Oh, yep. happy Canada Day. Thank 1867, you. Canada. Took New Brunswick, Canada, and Nova Scotia and made it all one big pile of beta males. Wee oui, wee. Oui. Stole that from the native Canadians? I don't think that's quite how that went. Bonjour. Comment allez-vous? Bonjour. Wrong side of the country for me. Yeah, it was wrong side. I will be in Calgary, Alberta, on the 28th of August. Can't wait. So get your tickets that went on sale yesterday, Canada Day. 
Uh-huh. My mom's July. already cleaned out the guest room. Go to watchchad.com and find us. We're going to be in Macon, Georgia. No, no, we're going to be in Roswell, New Mexico on the 13th of this month. Going to be in Macon, Georgia. (laughs) No, (laughs) Macon, Georgia on the 20th. Athens, Georgia on the 21st. No, no, 19th. 19th 19th in Macon. (laughs) Athens on the 20th. And Lexington, Kentucky on the 21st. So I, I get it confused. Uh, go to watchchad.com. It's got the details. You need to also go to blazetv.com slash humor. Use promo code Chad. Sign up. Please sign up. Um, what were we thinking? What was it? Was, it was something you were just reminding me, Steve. Big shout out to my boys at Paul Thigpen Chevrolet and Ford. I won't say why, but uh, if you're in the state of Georgia, head down to Vidalia and, and check out Paul Thigpen Chevrolet and Ford. I think so I'm going to go down there and check some stuff call out. Call my buddy Alan Ambrose down there, and he'll take care of you. And uh, we are car poor at this point. I heard. Let me just say, we are car poor. I'm about to go look out in that parking lot. I think you got something new. Well, Steve's like a like a puppy found his new Peter because he he's been driving my Mercedes <laughs> around. My <laughs> it's on my chest. I can it's find on my it. Chest, right? <laughs> Stay on. Um. <laughs> you said we've got to go. <laughs> We've, We've already lost everybody. <laughs> Nobody's watching us right now. No. We can say anything we want. Like what I want to stuff. start doing, Mark, is I want to just start talking about the real stuff after I. Because yeah. as soon as I go, hey, we got to get out of here. You can see the numbers start dropping off. Right. Mm-hmm. I want to start talking about like some real, real stuff. Like the last ten minutes, like the bonus part of the episode. But I got nothing. <laughs> <laughs> you did it. <sighs> <sighs> We have some huge, exciting stuff coming up that we can't tell you about. <laughs> oh, great. I'm going to be, I will be uh, next Monday what a night. What on the website. <laughs> Monday yeah, night, I will be in the Air it. Force Academy, uh, speaking there with Folds of Honor. Looking forward. You know. In the Springs? No, this Monday. This Monday. <laughs> in Colorado like Colorado Springs. Colorado Springs. Yeah. The, the cool people call it the Springs. Oh, I thought you said in the spring. Sorry, in the Springs. Um. Yeah. Cool. Then our buddy uh, Chad Robichaud and yes. Dan Crenshaw, we're going to be together in Houston. That's going to be in November on the day that your husband and brother-in-law open. So you're not going to be there? No. Cancel. I'll Bring be in Ireland. Here. I wish. Yeah. Because i got to speak in Spokane, Washington the night before, and then i got to go straight to Houston. So. Well, you're important. I I'll stand know. in. I'll wear a shirt with his face on it or something. Oh. You know, oh. Do what I can. <laughs> She's going to have stay horned right there. With a picture of my mother. Can your mom come? Time. Can your mom come? Send your mom. No. <laughs> okay, don't we'll hold work that. it up. No. Send your mama. I love my mama. She's a nut. <laughs> Y'all have to watch the new episode of Humor Me. Um, Tad Papafophilus has an exclusive interview with Barack Obama discussing... This immigration issue, mm-hmm. it's eye-opening. It's very revealing. That will come out tomorrow night. I love y'all. God bless you. We'll talk to you next time. Bye.